On today's show, I talk to Raina about her April trip to Disney World. This is WRWDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 135. I'm your host, Julie Elster, creator of WRWDW.com, the Disney World Planning website. And on today's show, I have a very, very cool trip report. Um, I chat with Raina about her trip to Disney in April. And the things that really stuck out to me when she applied to be on the show was first she was doing just like a super quick trip to the parks. So I thought this was going to be interesting um, planning wise and Genie Plus wise. You know, is she getting the use of Genie Plus? How is she navigating the parks? So that whole aspect was really cool. Um, She it was just three days. So they arrived really late. They went to the parks like after just a few hours of sleep, um, utilized Genie Plus got a ton accomplished, did four parks in one day. I mean, a whole bunch of stuff. Now, where it gets really, really interesting is she managed to accidentally find a glitch in Genie Plus that allowed her to get extra lightning lane passes. And so um, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to let her talk about how that happened, how they figured it out, how they used it to their advantage for the remainder of their trip. And it's really, really cool. So um, we start talking about, I think it's day two, probably like 45 minute mark, somewhere around there. So if you're like super excited, want to jump ahead a little bit, because this is really, really good. So I'm very curious if you have tried this and had it work or had this happen to you, Reach out and tell me about it. I want to hear more um, experiences because I've literally heard no one else talk about this particular glitch. I have not found a single thing about it. So this was really, really fascinating. Or if you have a trip coming up and you want to try it out and, you know, if it works, if it doesn't work, uh, let me know because I I would love to hear more um, experiences with this. So hopefully, hopefully this is not a glitch that Disney fixes anytime soon. Because as we all know, their apps and websites can be a little buggy and glitchy and typically not uh, in our favor, right? This really worked in their favor. Um, So I was so excited as she was telling me about this. And I thought for sure I must be missing something. But as she's telling it, um, you'll hear how they figured it out. They played with the app and figured it out and used it to their advantage. So I'm going to stop teasing and I'm going to just let her jump right in and tell us all about her trip in April. Hi, Raina. Thanks for being on the show today. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Uh, so you just got back from a quickie trip to Disney World. So why don't we jump right in and uh, why don't you give us a rundown of who went on this trip with you? Sure. I went with my husband, Mike. It was just the two of us. It was just a quick getaway. We hadn't been since we took a delayed honeymoon right before COVID. So we were really excited to to get back together. Okay. Where are you guys coming? Where are you coming from? Uh, so we live in Southern Maine and we were flying out of Logan Airport in Boston. All right. So it looks like your uh, your day started on April 8th. So why don't you talk us through when did you arrive uh, in Orlando? Yeah. So our flight was a little bit delayed. We flew out on that Thursday night. We didn't get into Orlando until around 1230 on Friday the 8th. And it was around 1.30 in the morning by the time we got to our resort, which was the Wilderness Lodge. Brutal. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm assuming you weren't planning on doing a red eye. It just kind of happened that way. 
Yeah, it happened. But you know what? So many flights were canceled. We felt so lucky that we were only bumped a little bit. And we were so excited that we we didn't want anything to dampen our day. So we didn't let it. What was going on that flights were canceled? Do you remember? Um, Jet blue. Oh, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I you know, and I'll say like, I'm all about the the discounted carriers. um, And I haven't had a ton of issues. But the problem I have had is like, when you do have a problem, customer service is almost non existent. You know what, it really wasn't that bad. It was only delayed about 45, 50 minutes. We didn't, we really had no complaints. We were just glad that we got there on on that day. That yeah. was our big thing. <laughs> All right. So you were, I'm guessing, supposed to arrive the evening, late in the evening, the day before on the 7th, but you ended up coming in uh, overnight, the morning, early morning on Friday, the 8th. Yes. All right. And how, yes. did, how did you get from the airport to Disney? So we ended up going with a lift. We, we had toyed around with the Mirrors Connect because on our other trips, we always did Magical Express and mm-hmm. we missed that. But we had been hearing and reading that the time to pick you up had just been increasing. I, th- I think at one point they promised 15 to 20 minutes and they were no longer able to promise that. We knew we were getting in right before midnight and we knew if we get held up anymore that we would be really tired. So we thought a lift would be more reliable and we, we got one within 10 minutes. I'm surprised that there have been so many issues with the new Mirrors Connect because Mirrors used to run Magical Express. That's what's so surprising because I've also been hearing horror story after horror story. And it's really surprising. Um, But I think since it was just you and your husband, a lift is definitely the way to go uh, for reliability and cost wise. All right. So where were you guys staying at? So we were staying at Boulder Ridge Villas at Wilderness Lodge. And we stayed there on our last trip, so we really wanted to just go somewhere familiar where we knew the lay of the land, we knew where we could eat, we knew the pool, because this was such a quick trip. Yeah. And that's where you stayed on your honeymoon as well? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. So that makes it even more special. Okay. So I caught you said villas. So did you book direct with Disney? Did you do DVC points? So, yes, we are very spoiled. Um, Our aunt (laughs) is a DVC member, and she's like our Disney fairy godmother. (laughs) And um, she she booked it for us. And it was not a super last-minute trip, but we didn't plan for months and months like we normally would. So we actually, she booked us first at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and we felt like that was a little too far away. Then we were booked at Saratoga Springs, and then about a week before this trip, we got into Wilderness Lodge, but she handled all of it for us. We didn't have to do any of the booking, and it was all through DV, her DVC points. They were about to expire. Oh, that's so nice of her. Yes. I love your aunt. <laughs> She's delightful. Okay, so she was able, so she moved your, I assumed Wilderness Lodge was your first choice, and she was just waiting for availability. Is that what happened? Yeah, and they they told her, we think it will open up, and we kept getting closer and closer, and it hadn't, and then a week before, we got the call, and it was was one of the villas, so it it was really nice. There were different rooms, and a huge bathroom, two different, we were on the first floor, so not balconies, but two different. Um, outdoor seating areas. It, I mean, it was way too much for the two of us, but it was lovely to have a kitchen and um, there was laundry. It was so nice. 
You said that this was kind of a last minute trip. Do you remember how far in advance you decided to book? I'm just curious from like a a planning standpoint, since you said previously you'd been planning months ahead. How far in advance did you book this trip? So it was not even two months. We were, I'm a teacher, so we have to take advantage of vacation weeks and long weekends. And we took a delayed honeymoon over my February vacation week um, in 2020. So when this vacation rolled around this past February, we said, oh, we should be in Disney right now. How fun would that be? And then we just happened to chat with our aunt. And she said, oh, I have these points. They're about to expire. And then the wheels started turning. And we said, oh, how fun would it be? Oh, we can never pull this off. So we booked flights pretty pretty shortly after that. But we didn't book anything Disney until we were sure we could actually pull it off. So I believe we booked our ticket three weeks out and the hotel our aunt booked probably a month and a half out but like I said it was a week before our trip that we got confirmed at Wilderness Lodge so very atypical for us we are planners (laughs) sure oh yeah all right so how did that change the planning if you're like I'm not 100% sure we're going um and this is it's been very busy Recently, um, park reservations have been a little tough. So how did you navigate all of that since this was somewhat last minute? Did you have any issues as far as planning or park reservations or dining reservations, anything like that? We didn't at all. So we had been watching the, um, the ticket calendar and the dates that we were going were some of the last to sell out. I don't think they really sold out until a few days before. So we had been watching the park reservation dates really closely. And right when that week started filling up, we booked, but they didn't sell out. They didn't sell out immediately. So that was actually quite easy. Um, And it was also nice because we looked at the park opening times. We knew we would have a late night getting in on Thursday. And then it turned into, actually, we arrived Friday morning. So we picked Epcot because it was supposed to open at 10 in the morning, but then it ended up opening early at nine, which meant early entry at 8.30. So that backfired a little bit on (laughs) us, but we didn't, you know, we weren't going to let any little things save us. And then for the dining, we knew that, you know, we're still in a pandemic and we wanted to mitigate as much risk as we could going to Disney. So we decided to only eat outdoors. Okay. It saved so much stress not having to book our dining. Because we, you know, we would wake up, we would constantly check and refresh and make multiple reservations and then change them. That's what we used to do on our previous trips. And we we didn't have to do that. All we had to do was look at menus and it, it made it so fun to I'm find the mobile the mobile ordering. It was wonderful. I'm I'm with you. The, a lot of things that have changed recently, I am not a big fan of. One thing that I am a fan of, though, is that mobile ordering has really become the norm. And I'm all about no- mobile ordering. And you're right, it is. Yes. It does make it just such an easy experience and way less stressful um, if you're just trying to, like, go and do rather than plan, plan, plan. So I'm glad that that worked out. You know, we also, we don't have children yet, so we didn't have to think about character meals or anything like that. Um, We, and we knew it was a short trip. So we just tried to have that mindset. We knew that, you know, Disney is just, everything is changing right now by the day. And we didn't want to put pressure on this 
and think we were missing out. So we, we just said, you know, we'll mobile order. We'll see what happens. We're going to eat. <laughs> It'll be okay. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Your plan was to go to Epcot a little bit later because it opened later and then that changed because they always... They always do that, don't they? Where they change park hours and never in your favor. That's just, I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's just me. It always seems like that's <laughs> what happens. So, all right. So Epcot's your first park day. Were you guys, since this was a short trip, utilizing Genie Plus? Yes. Okay. And this is going to be your first time using Genie Plus since you haven't oh, been yeah. since before the pandemic. So I want to hear about day one, buying Genie Plus and booking rides and whatnot. Yeah. So we... You know, we tried to do our research and, you know, consume as much Disney information as we could and have fun doing it. And we knew that Epcot was one of the parks that you probably didn't need Genie Plus. But I should have added, we bought Park Hopper tickets. Okay. Um, that was really important to us. So we figured, you know what, we're going to get bang for our buck that way with Park Hopping. Um, we decided to purchase Genie Plus ahead for every single day because we had heard that if you try to do the purchase at midnight, Sometimes the tech is a little wonky and we already knew that we were going to be very tired. So we just said, let it's just the two of us, $30 a day. We need to get our money's worth and Genie Plus is doing that. So yes, we pre-purchased it and we had great luck with it. I, we really didn't have any complaints, but I can see where I can see where there's trouble. Okay. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> okay. So you didn't have to like worry about buying it um, in that morning or late in the evening or whatever. You bought it ahead of time. What did 7 a.m. look like? Were you up in your hotel room trying to book your first ride right at 7 a.m.? Yeah. So we, ahead of time, we had played around with our tip boards and we had been looking at wait times and return times. But I just want to throw out there that none of that really matters unless it's right when you need it. And looking from home is fun and you can learn a lot from looking at trends, but you really need to just focus on when you're there. And that, that was something that was helpful. So we set our tip board and I, I set it to two rides. Um, we wanted to get test track or frozen. And so I set my tip board to only those two rides and we agreed that um, we agreed that test track was our priority to get a lightning lane for, but that if the return time was really late in the day, then we would do frozen instead. Okay. And what I did is I just at 6:59 I just refreshed constantly, and I got a 9:15 return time in the morning, which I think is pretty early. Yeah, yeah, that is. Okay, so and for anybody who's not familiar, so the tip board is where you could it'll ask what your preferences are, and the the trick, the quote unquote trick is any rides that are high priority, you'd only want to probably put one or two, you would add to yeah. that so that they show at the top of your list. You're not like scrolling down to try and find test track. You can yes. easily see it at the top of your list. And that worked out for you, it sounds because you got yeah. right after park opening, you got your first lightning lane. Yeah. So our plan was, so my husband is also very much into this planning. He views it as a competition and he loves it. So <laughs> I like that. <laughs> we, Yeah, it's fun. Um, we decided that he would be in charge of the individual lightning lanes that you have to buy um, essentially a la carte. Okay. So I was in charge of the, the Genie Plus lightning lanes and he was in charge of the individual. So our plan was that I would get test track and that he would book Rise of the Resistance, and we would park hop over to Hollywood Studios. But we knew that that was that might not happen, and 
So every day we said, we'll try to get Rise of the Resistance each day, and that will maximize our chances of actually getting to ride it by by the end of our three days. Okay. <laughs> so he tried for that at seven in the morning, didn't get it. But we knew that Disney had been re-releasing um, lightning lanes and individual lightning lanes. So we checked again, and around 7.15, I found one for Avatar Flight of Passage. And I said, you know what? I, I think we should do this. Let's go to Plan B, which is go to Animal Kingdom in the afternoon. Let's do it. So I bought Flight of Passage. Um, the return time was 6.20 p.m., which was great for us because we wanted to do Epcot, go to the pool, and then go to another park. Um, so I bought that at 7.15 in the morning, and it was $14 a person. And then a few minutes later, Rise of the Resistance became available. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so my husband bought that and the time somehow worked out. That was at 4.55 p.m. We didn't think you could buy your two individual lightning lanes at once, but you could. So he bought that and that was $15 a person. All right. So you were planning on doing quite a bit of hopping on day one. Then. Oh, yeah. Like we're really yes. maximizing our time here on this short trip. <laughs> Well, we actually just planned on buying Rise, but then because we couldn't get it, we did Avatar. And our whole thing was we need to get Rise. That was the big priority. So it's available now. Let's get it. We have the park hopper. Why not? Okay. I like that you you have a plan in place, but you're also at the same time kind of let's go with the flow. Like here's our plan, but if it doesn't work out, we're just going to kind of see what happens. And it seems to be working out for you so far. Okay. So it's you're not even at the park you have three rides scheduled already. So you're off to a really yes. a really good start. So I assume then you're planning on rope dropping. So we planned on rope dropping. We got there every day before the early entry, but I I can't honestly say that we rope dropped. We were like right barely in on time. That's how I do it too. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way. We got three and a half hours of sleep and we knew that we wanted to do a lot. You know, we took our time in the morning, but we got on the bus right at eight in the morning and early entry was 830. We entered before all the rope droppers who weren't staying at a Disney resort. And our plan was to go to Remy's Ratatouille Adventure because we hadn't, you know, that was pretty new. We hadn't been on it, but the wait was 45 minutes and we weren't fully confident on how to get there. And we knew that anyone entering Epcot through International Gateway would get there before us. So because we had taken the bus. So we abandoned that plan and we went to ride Frozen. Um, it was a posted 25 minute wait, but we were on and off in nine minutes. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. So we rode Frozen and then we we just knocked out the Epcot rides. We went on Soren, We went on Living with the Land. And then it was a little after nine o'clock by the time we went on Living with the Land. And we had our test track lightning lane. For 9.15 to 10.15, but that had actually been down all morning. Oh, no. Yeah. So we're thinking, oh, my gosh, we got a good time. We got the ride we <laughs> wanted. Of course it's down. Whatever, you know. And it came back up. So that was really lucky. Um, we ended up going on that around 9.40 in the morning, and we anticipated that it would be a really long wait because of all the people who had lightning lanes while it was down, maybe not coming. But we were on and off within around 25 to 30 minutes. That was our longest ride wait that we had. Yeah. yeah. And that will happen when a ride is, goes down. And then once it comes back up, you're right. Everybody will like rush over to use their lightning lane pass for the ride. So 
Um, yeah. So that is, it probably typically wouldn't be that long. Yeah. We, so our other trips have always been in February. And the last times we were there, test track was closed both of the times. Mm. So we really didn't care about waiting longer. We had never done the queue. We were just excited. <laughs> okay. So that was great. <laughs> now, when um, you scanned for um, test track, did you immediately pick another Genie Plus ride? We did. And we were able to get Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway um, at Hollywood Studios. That was at 4.05 p.m. But you do some of the rides, the big ticket ones, you have to scan in twice for your lightning lane because they really want to make sure everyone is supposed to be. Sure. Yeah. So sometimes it took a little bit longer. But yeah, we were able to book our second one without any trouble. And it was a good time to book it. Something that we that we learned, we had programmed our genie tip board to, and we told their genie, oh, we're, we think we're park hopping to Hollywood Studios around four o'clock. And we thought that since we were park hopping and since we paid for a genie plus, we thought that we would see return times within that window. But it was the Disney genie would recommend it, which is the free version. <laughs> right. But the genie plus, that had nothing to do with it. So we were, we felt pretty lucky that we actually found a return time. That was when we actually wanted to be at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> was it giving you return times for before 2 p.m.? It was. And you can you can book them. You can book those and then it will automatically, if you're not at that park, it will push your return time to 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we wanted to be at the pool at 2 yeah, o'clock. <laughs> yeah. So. And you know what's weird is I know like Jeannie Plus will do that, but Lightning Lane will not. Lightning Lane, if if it knows you're hopping, it will give you a time after 2 p.m., whereas Genie Plus doesn't do that. And that's an odd glitch to have, but uh, yeah. I mean, it It was weird. It worked out, though. It gave you the time that out. you wanted. I also wish that it would let you select the times instead of just kind of being like, here's, here are the time, here's the time, you know, like I wish it gave you more options as far as time goes but again it sounds like it's working in your favor still so yeah so far so good <laughs> we couldn't we really can't complain <laughs> so yeah after that we went to well my husband went to mission space i chose not to to do that <laughs> ride so i waited for him we didn't use any lightning lanes that by the time he was on and off was 40 minutes so I guess that was technically the longest wait, but I, I wasn't waiting, so <laughs> I didn't experience it. And, I, you know, in talking about the trip with him and talking about this ride, he, he just said he's been on it twice. And both of the both of the times he has had someone in his immediate section, you know, pounding on the door, calling for help, trying to get out. So just disclaimer really read about the ride Oof. and listen to the warnings before you go on it. Yeah. It be, the motion sickness on that one is real. That one. Yeah. So he, but he loved it. He had a great time and I had a great time people watching. And did you just kind of hang out over there in that area while he was riding? Yeah. I, I called my mom and filled her in on what we had done so far and just people watched and looked at some of the, the topiaries. It was, it was a nice little, little break. <laughs> All right, where'd you guys head after he made his way off of Mission Space? So we went to uh, Three Caballeros, if I'm saying it correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had never done these little Epcot rides, so we figured, let's, you know, they were all walk-ons. So um, that was cute. And after that, 
we mobile ordered lunch. We went to Regal Eagle. Um, we had been eyeing the menus, like I said earlier, because I'm I'm a vegetarian. My husband is not. <laughs> um, we knew he could probably eat anywhere at Disney. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I wanted to be a little bit more selective. So we did our mobile order um, for Regal Eagle, and that was so fast. I love the burger at Regal Eagle because I also don't eat meat. And that's one of my favorite. It's something about the jackfruit that they put oh. on top of that. I absolutely love it. Love it. That's one of my Delicious. favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Good choice. I'm not an impossible burger person, but I love the jackfruit made it. Yes. I loved it. The fries were really good too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Mike had a brisket sandwich in that. I, I think figure if he eats meal. meat like at Regal Eagle Smokehouse, like he's going to find some. I wasn't worried about him. Oh, was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was more yours than not eating meat um, that... I, I really I want to focus on. Um, okay, so after lunch, are you guys hanging out? It sounds like you, other than Ratatouille, you really, you knocked everything out. So are you guys hanging out at Epcot or is it time to hit the pool and then start hopping? Yeah, I actually missed one thing. Our window must have come up to book another lightning lane. Um, so I booked Jungle Cruise for 9.05 p.m. Because you I just thought- want, you were like, we're hopping every park. We're doing it all. Oh, yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> We were in too deep at this point. We had the we had already paid for the rides. Like we've got to do it. And our plan was to see Enchantment that night because we only had two nights. And Enchantment had been listed for eight p.m., but that changed to nine p.m. So we later canceled that. Um, Jungle Cruise wasn't on our must-do list. That was something that we did before we left. Is we made like a must-do and a maybe-do, knowing that it may or may not happen. But we wanted to. To focus. So anyway, Jungle Cruise wasn't on there, but we we knew that that Lightning Lane was one of the first to go. So we we took it, but later canceled it, unfortunately. Um, yeah. So after we ate lunch, we got on a bus back to the resort, and we went to the pool. It was a beautiful day. The whole the three days we were there, I almost said the whole week because we felt like we were gone <laughs> for a week. <laughs> yeah, so you're um, doing a lot in a short amount of time. <laughs> yeah, it was in the seventies. And, you know, we live in southern Maine, so it has been pretty chilly up where we are. It was it was gorgeous. So we had a great pool afternoon. We were there for about two and a half hours. We thought we could nap, but we didn't. I just kept on booking lightning lanes with the two-hour rule. And I just kept setting an alarm for every two hours with Siri so that I remembered. My husband was looking at me like, what are you doing? We don't have time for this. But I was just so thrilled to be actually using Genie Plus. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't stop. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> You know what? If you've paid for flat. it, you have it, just I'm with you. Just start booking stuff. Like, why not? Well, you yeah. know, why not? We wanted to see how it worked and it was working. So we booked Flash Mountain for 7.15. And then two hours later, we booked Haunted Mansion for 8.15. And at that point, we, you know, called it at the pool. We got ready. And we took a bus to Hollywood Studios. <laughs> All right. So park number park number two. Park number two, park day number, number one, two. Hollywood Studios. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. A little crazy. No, I love it. What were your plans at Hollywood Studios then? So we had that lightning lane from earlier from Mickey and Minnie's um, Runaway Railway. And we had looked to, I should have said when we were booking lightning lanes, we were looking at really all of the parks. But what really held us up were the time, um, because at that point, it was after two o'clock. We, we, we had the park hopper ticket. 
but we we knew that we need to hold this relaxation time sacred every day because otherwise we're just going to burn out. Sure. So we were really limited with what we could get. And at Hollywood Studios, a lot of the lightning lanes just go so fast. Mickey and Minnie was the only ride we could get a lightning lane for. And you know what's funny is Mickey and Minnie... During the time you're there, it was just part of Genie Plus. But typically, that's an individual ride selection. Like, that would be one you would have to pay an additional fee for. But yes, during the time you're there, they, they opened it up. So that's some of the rides that you would pay for are just part of Genie Plus. So it's interesting that that's the one that was available when on a typical day, they'd be like, hey, that's $8 per person <laughs> extra. Oh, oh, yeah. I should say, though, we booked that early. We okay. booked that at 9 45 or something for a 405 return. So we got it pretty early. Say you hadn't been on that one because that one was not open the last time you there, was it? It opened, I want to say, within a week after we left. Of course. In February 2020. (laughs) So we were so thrilled. We thought the pre-show was adorable. And we actually, I wrote down, we actually got on a little bit early because we were a party of two. And, you know, it's a family ride. And they're, they're now really trying to fill every single space. I think with the lightning lanes and the crowds being so crazy all the time, that was something that we never noticed before. You know, we, we could just get on and have a thing to ourselves. This time they were filling every single space. So mm, we got on a little early. That okay. was nice. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we really enjoyed that. I had heard maybe like some dizziness and we didn't feel dizzy at all. So that was good. <laughs> and then after that, it was time for our return time for Rise of the Resistance. Well, we had been on it before in February 2020, back when they were doing the virtual boarding group. Mm, yes. Okay. Yeah. So we were lucky that we got to go on it last time, but we were noticing things that we hadn't seen. It was worth every penny to skip that line. I I didn't write down what the what the wait times were, but I'm just, most of them were over an hour and a half. <laughs> and this, so you guys paid an extra $15 per person? for this one? We did. Yeah. And you're like, hands down, worth it? Yeah, we we knew that there was a strategy. And if we were there for a week, then we would have been getting up that much earlier. We would have been taking a lift to the park to beat the bus. We would have been rope dropping that. But so I know there's a strategy. I know it's possible to do, but we, we knew our time was so limited. And just the three days we we agreed you know let's try not to buy them but if we have to let's do it and we knew rise was one that you know we're just buying yeah that's part of why i when you reached out that i wanted to talk to you because when i saw you had only a three-day trip it was like this completely changed most people who i talk to are there for like a week you know or they have like five days at the parks and that completely changes how you do things versus two or three days at the parks and suddenly at two or three days those upgrades are worth every single penny every penny and based on like I'm looking at the list that you gave me of stuff that you wrote it seems like you got your money's worth um on the upgrades for these rides it was definitely worth it and I know you know obviously you really have to be considerate of budget and you know and we were fortunate to pull this off but for us, it really made sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so we loved Rise, and it it broke down right after we got off. Oh, no. So we felt very lucky. Yeah. That we got it in. There's so much going on with that ride. It breaks down regularly. There's a lot happening on that ride. After Rise, where were you guys headed? 
So after that, we did a mobile order for Rosie's because I had been eyeing a plant-based lobster roll. All right. What did you think? I had the plant-based lobster roll the last time I went. What did you think of it? Okay. So it didn't live up to my expectations. It was, I'm curious to hear your opinion. I thought it was a little (laughs) too bready and a little too saucy, but I still really enjoyed it. And the house-made chips were. Uh, So I also was eyeing it. Um, because Rosie's used to have a fried green tomato sandwich. That was one of my favorites. And that's not on the menu anymore. But when I saw this plant-based lobster roll, I was like, well, that could be good. And it was probably the worst thing that I've ever eaten at the parks. I, when oh, no. I saw that on your on your uh, sheet that you sent me, I was like, oh, no, the plant-based <laughs> lobster roll. It, I don't know if it was like an off day because it just tasted like they dumped salt in it it was just so so super salty i don't know if yours was salty but i was like this isn't right at all (laughs) so they had fresh chive on it i'm i think they judged it up a bit (laughs) Hmm. um maybe since then but it it wasn't it wasn't as great as i thought but i'm still so glad i tried it interesting maybe i'll have to give it another shot yeah yeah i (laughs) also saw like i saw a photo of it and was like well that looks really good so maybe i just had an off day when i had it yeah hopefully (laughs) (laughs) um okay so you did just a couple of rides but you did some big ticket rides you had dinner anything else at this park or were you hopping again it was time to hop but before we hopped we booked I never thought I would say I was booking a lightning lane for Small World because you would never <laughs> use the fast pass on that. Right. But I booked a lightning lane and I love Small World. I love Small World. We booked a lightning lane for that um, at 8.20 p.m. Okay. <laughs> so we booked that and then we got on a bus. By this point, it was a, probably quarter after six. We okay. got a bus to Animal Kingdom. All right. So park number three, day number yeah. one, park number three and <laughs> Animal Kingdom. All right. What are your plans yeah. at Animal Kingdom? So all we had, all we were able to book was Flight of Passage and nothing else really. There weren't any other lightning lanes at a good time. We, we just were not about waiting in line. Sure. Um, so we did Flight of Passage and we had done this only once before. So we were really excited for it. Um, we felt a little bit more motion sick than we remembered. And oh, we had, had plenty of time between eating dinner. Yeah. We weren't riding it until around seven. Um, but yeah, we, we enjoyed it. Um, we're glad we did it. We, it was something that wasn't on our must do list. It was more of a, if we can't get rise, let's right. go to animal kingdom right, right. and do flight of passage. So it, it was a bonus that we got to do it. I mean, Pandora is beautiful. We, we had the sunset at this point because Pandora's ah. really cool in the evening or was it still light out? It was still light out, but it was starting to set. Yeah, I mean, we didn't we didn't get the full effect at night because we had to go to. That's pretty either way. You're good. Yeah, it's pretty either way. Very pretty. Yeah, but we didn't. We you know we took some photos because we had bought the um, memory maker photo pass, so we wanted a picture in every park. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Prove that we did it. Yeah. Okay. Um, So this Animal Kingdom was just a one and done. It was flight of passage, and then you're back out the door. Yeah, and we we didn't get to go back, but we're okay with that. Would have liked to, but you know. Time. It's okay. Yeah. So after that, that's when things started to go downhill for us in terms of, oh my goodness, we're tired. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we um we left the park and we were just we were tired. We were following the crowd and I don't know where we were walking, but it was not to the bus. <laughs> 
So okay, <laughs> we we all of a sudden realized, oh, the buses are that way. So we had to turn around, and we missed the bus. We were the last people to not get on. Oh, the, I guess the first ones. Is that how I would say it? The first ones to not get on, there were a ton of people behind us. That's so the feel worst feeling, though, when they stood they're like, oh all right, gosh. you're like next to get on. And they're like, sorry, it's full. That's the worst feeling. <laughs> so they said, oh, it'll just be 10 minutes. And there were, there were, like I said, a bunch of people behind us. So we didn't feel terrible. We were just, you know, go with the flow, whatever. But it was over 20 minutes before we got picked mm. up. That That changed things for us because I had been you know, trigger happy on the lightning lane booking every (laughs) two hours. Right. (laughs) So I had in that time, I had picked up another lightning lane for Little Mermaid um, that night. So by the time we got to, by the time we got to Magic Kingdom, it was after 830. And the show started at nine. And my husband, I should have listened. He said, no, let's just find somewhere to watch the fireworks and the show. We hadn't seen Enchantment. And I said, no, we have to do a ride. We have to do a ride. You know, we have to say we went on a ride at every park. Yep. And he was he was right. <laughs> <laughs> we should have just waited. But we went on Small World. And um, just because that lightning lane and that proximity made the most sense, it was the closest that we had booked. We felt like the lightning lane was way slower than the standby. Oh, no. For some reason. Yeah. And, you know, the boat, they were loading so many boats. And then towards the end, all the boats are bumping and we heard fireworks starting. So we missed the first few minutes of the show. And we were just kind of delirious at that point. We we thought Small World had changed. We thought it was renovated. We like, I don't know what we were thinking. We were so tired. <laughs> you were thinking you had three hours of sleep. That's what you were thinking. Yeah. yeah. You know, and the crowds were feeling a little bit overwhelming. Isn't it crazy how the crowds feel more overwhelming or busier, crazier when you're at the end of the day and you're exhausted? Like they just, those crowds feel 10 times worse when you're at that point. So where did you guys end up parking for Enchantment or were you just watching it as you walked? We just decided to walk. And I feel like we still, you know, we still saw fireworks. We saw some of the projections. We saw, you know, some of the things getting lit up. We didn't do it justice, but, you know, we just have to be okay with that. Right. right. (laughs) I think we'll watch it on YouTube and see what we missed. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah. So we, we, we walked. I'm a little bummed that we missed it. I loved Happily Ever After. I think I was a little maybe bitter (laughs) that that wasn't on anymore. It, It all worked out okay because we got to the bus really fast. We were on the bus at, 925 and the enchantment was done at 915 on the dot and we were the only two on our bus so we hit it at the right time before the crowds oh amazing (laughs) wow so lucky yeah yeah because we were tired yeah we had wanted a sweet treat so we ordered actually I don't think we mobile ordered we went in person to the roaring fork which is at the wilderness lodge and we got the s'more dessert which was so tasty. And that's how we ended our night. Okay. Well, so day one, we did Epcot, Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios. And you did you did rides at each of those parks. So yes. that's amazing. I, I think you're the first person I've had yeah. on that's done all four parks in one day. Oh, I don't know <laughs> if I recommend it, yeah. but it's fun to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, or if you're going to do it, maybe get more than three hours of sleep might be 
another way to go. (laughs) Okay, so you guys probably just passed out then after that. So day two, um, since you're so tired, are you guys rope dropping? What's what's the plan the next morning? So the plan the next morning was the plan was to rope drop and get in line for Seven Dwarves Mine Train so that we didn't have to buy it. I like the way you said that, the plan. So I'm assuming it didn't go that way. (laughs) It didn't go that way. But that's okay. At, we did the 7 a.m. thing or 6.59. We went off the Wi-Fi, started refreshing at 6.59. And I got Space Mountain um, for 9 in the morning. And the park opened at 9. So I thought that was great. I had my tip board set to Space Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain. Because those were, like I said, we weren't really, Jungle Cruise wasn't a must do. And that was the one that we had seen was returning the later times. So yeah, we got Space Mountain. And then since we hadn't been able to rope drop Remy's on our first day, my husband's job was to buy Remy's and he got it. Um, the time kept on jumping later and later, but he got a 6 p.m. individual lightning lane for us for Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. And we said, okay, this is great. We'll just do dinner at Epcot. Perfect. And that's how we'll do it. Yeah. So we got quite lucky. So the park opened at 9 that morning, and the early entry was at 8.30. We ended up not getting on the bus until 8.15. It was a long wait. We must have just missed. I think we were out the door closer to 8. Yeah, no, I don't blame <laughs> um, you, though. I mean, it's t- it's tough. And, you know, we were okay with it. We just really wanted to go with the flow. So, yeah, it was a long bus ride. And then by the time we got into the park, they they hadn't quite left let rope droppers through so we still like we still can say (laughs) we got there early (laughs) there you go um but seven dwarfs was already at 60 minutes and there's no way we were going to wait for that we started trying to buy it and they there were still individual lightning lanes available i don't know if it was like a third or fourth drop or if they just hadn't sold out um, but my husband found one for 940 that morning and we thought, oh my gosh, that's perfect. And then by the time he bought it, the time had jumped. That is to so maddening that that happens. I mean, I'm glad he got it, you know, but it's, yeah, it's so maddening it. when you see a time that you want and then the time jumps once you click through. Yeah, that's why like we, we had the right mindset. We knew we had to be flexible and I mean, you would think you can't be as flexible with three days, but somehow like. Somehow we you got did it. it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, you did it. Um, yeah, so he got that. It was only it only jumped the three hours, so twelve forty p.m. And we figured, you know what? That's when we wanted to be on the bus to get back to the pool. But let's let's do it. Yeah, we can yeah. check in early. We'll make it work. So those were twelve dollars each. Okay. Um, so and then our plan went a little bit downhill here. I had heard and I had read that at early entry, Frontierland isn't always open. But I, I didn't connect the dots that it was an all-the-time thing. So our plan, because we couldn't get on Seven Dwarves, um, well, we didn't we chose not to wait in the 60-minute line. Our plan was then, okay, let's go to Big Thunder instead. But we couldn't because Frontierland didn't open until 9. Yeah, over by uh, the like the tangled restrooms, they'll kind of stop people from walking. Like if you're in Fantasyland, like they keep you in Fantasyland and oh, yeah. uh, Tomorrowland. So they'll a cast member will be over there like, hey, you gotta wait till nine. So yeah, yeah, unfortunately, like Splash, Big Thunder, those you gotta wait. You can't do those. 
at the early entry. Yeah. So that was my mistake. I should have had that down. So we were kind of twiddling our thumbs like, okay, well, we have Facebook. We bought Seven Dwarves. Not much else felt like it was open. What do you do? So we went on Little Mermaid. Okay. Yeah. We went on Little Mermaid, which I loved. That was, you know, that was a walk on, obviously, at that time. Love the music. That was a blast. And then we said, okay, well, I don't think we're going to do anything else. Peter Pan wasn't on our must ride list. It was, if the timing's right, if it's a short wait, let's go on it. But even though we love that and it's a classic, that wasn't on our, our must do list. That was 45 minutes. So we weren't waiting in that line. So we said, okay, let's just go with the crowd and wait for Frontierland. So there were two areas you could line up. We switched between them. They started letting people through right at nine and there were cast members escorting the crowd. It got really crazy. (laughs) We're pretty fast walkers, but not in a pushy way. Sure. But we got, my husband and I got separated and I couldn't stop because I was just getting pushed. Oh no. And it was a little, it was, yeah. There were that many people. Interesting. Oh yeah. It was, I've never experienced that. It was pretty wild. So I actually had to get out of my spot in line, but I, I couldn't for a long time because it was just this horde of people. So once we got to Big Thunder and there were ropes for people to walk through in a line queue. I was able to like go to the side. We were able to reconnect and go in together. Yeah. So we went on Big Thunder and it broke down after the first few rides. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so they came, we figured, oh my gosh, you know, we botched our morning. We didn't get in line for Seven Dwarves and I messed up <laughs> what ride we went on first. And now this ride broke down. Bummer. Um, but it was back up within five minutes. Oh, good. Yeah. So that was lucky. So that was basically a walk on. And then we went right to Splash Mountain. Um, That was also a walk on. I think we were on Splash Mountain around 930. So then it's time for your for your Space Mountain Lightning Lane. Yep. So we went to Tomorrowland and we got on Space Mountain. That one, I think we were on within about 10 minutes. Both of the tracks were running. And again, we got on a little bit early because they needed a party of two. Mm, Excellent. So that was quite nice. So this is where some interesting stuff starts to happen. We were waiting for space and we had scanned in and it was time to book our next lightning lane. And it was a different strategy on this day because on day one, we were stacking um, at different parks even though we were in Epcot. And then on this day, we were scanning and booking, scanning and booking. So we were in Tomorrowland and we saw Lightning Lane for Buzz Lightyear. Um, that wasn't on our list, but it was... You're right there. Yeah, yeah, you're right we there. We were right there. Yeah. So we booked that for 10.35. So we got off space and then we go to ride Buzz Lightyear. And they let us in um, probably seven or eight minutes early. Okay. Um, so that was nice. And we scanned in and we weren't allowed to book our next lightning lane. And we thought, okay, this is weird. Are we, are we doing too much? But, you know, we had only done Space Mountain and the app said, you can't book your next ride until 1135 AM. And I said, well, that's weird. That's the end of our Buzz Lightyear window. You know, we had both scanned in and then my husband and I looked at each other and I said, I booked this, right? And he said, no, I did. We both booked the same lightning lane <laughs> at the same time. Okay. So what happened was there's 
some loophole that we were both able to book at the same time, the same ride, and we had only scanned in once. How so bizarre. We never would have figured this out. Never would have figured it out. But in the in the app, you can go to the tip board, which is I think is the easier way, or you can go to my day, which will give you a list of your lightning lanes and things you per- your individual lightning lanes and suggestions. I think it's too cluttered. But my husband looked at it and he said, Oh my gosh, we're booked again for this same ride. So he canceled it. And then we were able to book another lightning lane. That's I've never heard of this happening before that two people were able to book at the same time. And the fact that you both grabbed the same ride the same time. It's very strange. It was very weird. So (laughs) it took us some time to figure this out. So after we rode Buzz, which I beat my husband, which will never happen again. (laughs) I had a higher score. I just have to say that. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) After that, we went on People Mover because we hadn't done that as adults. We probably both did it when we were younger. But so we went on that and that was pretty chill. And we were trying to figure out, okay, how, how is it that we both booked this? So we said, let's, let's go around here. And we both found a ride that had a lightning lane available because we had scanned in on our Buzz Lightyear. We had redeemed it. We were up for our next lightning lane. So he found um, Pirates at 1145 in the morning. And I found Winnie the Pooh at 1135. Mm -hmm. So Mike said, one, two, three. And we both pressed. Did it work? Oh, yeah. So you... So at the same time, you both logged into your own accounts. You both went in to Genie Plus. You said you both found rides. You said one, two, three, and you both clicked through at the exact same time. And you both booked two rides or like, you know, uh, two slots on a ride that I have never heard of anyone else doing. This blows my mind. And I will be testing this to see if they fix this loophole. We were in shock. So what did you each book? Yeah, so we he booked Pirates and I booked Winnie the Pooh. And we took, we took I should have said this, we took, I took screenshots of everything. And I tried to remind oh my, my husband. Gosh. Too, um, but we were juggling so much. We took screenshots because we had heard that if you have, um, sometimes if you have so many things booked, uh-huh. things could get things scrambled disa- and you may need things to Things disappear. Proof. Yeah. Yeah. So we screenshotted it. And it showed up in our day, like my my genie day. It showed up. Now, the did the one it yours and his both showed up. Everything showed yes. up. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I'm, my mind is blown. I know. You're the first person I've heard say anything like this. And Ooh. it was an, it was an accident. I love it. I got the exclusive, the scoop. This is yes. so crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. All right. So you got yeah. Pirates and Winnie the Pooh as your, and I love that you were doing this on the People Mover too. Like that, I think is just the cherry on this story. I love it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so after that, it was pretty early, but we were, we were hungry. So we mobile, we did a mobile order for Casey's Corner. We had never gone there. And this is not how we typically eat at home, but I had well, you're eyeing the loaded slaw dog. I know. Yeah, I just, okay. How was it? I wanted to try this. How was it? The the plant-based slaw dog? Oh, my gosh. Was I it loved good? It. Okay. Yes. 
That's so funny. That's so good. Really funny because I was actually just this morning looking at that. I was like, next time I go, I'm going to try that. I really want to try that. Yeah. The corn relish. It, oh, amazing. And it had vegan aioli. Um, that was very tasty. And I, I mean, before I was vegetarian, I don't think I would ever eat anything like this, but because <laughs> <laughs> it was plant based, it was great. It was kind of a hybrid between a hot dog and a sausage. Wow. I think for the most part, their plant-based stuff, they knock it out of the park with the exception of that fake lobster roll. That's the only <laughs> thing that I've ever been like, mm-mm. But yeah, they're really g- good at the plant-based stuff. Okay. I'm going to try it, that, the plant-based yeah. dog next time. I was very pleasantly surprised. We also tried the mint julep frozen lemonade and that was a nice tasty treat. Oh, that sounds good too. Yeah. Yeah. And we just, we loved, I mean, like I said, we were sitting outside for everything, trying to sit as far away from the crowds as we could. Sure. We loved listening to the piano. It was just so nice. And we never, it was at this point, I just said to my husband, we never would have experienced this if we were going before, because we would have, we would have booked something and, or we would have brought a sandwich. Like we never would have gone to like a mobile order spot like this. And we had the greatest time. I love it. Yeah. So that was good. And we ate early, which was, I think it's always crowded, but eating around 11 was a huge help. We never had to wait for the mobile order. We were always able to find a table and find like an out of the way table. That is a downside of the mobile order is sometimes you'll place your order and it's like, all right, you kind of just have to stand you when you you have to actually be over at the restaurant to be like, all right, I'm here. I'm ready. And sometimes you're standing around for a while after you place your mobile order. It's like, yeah, you're not standing in a line but you're just kind of standing around. So I agree, like kind of eating maybe a little bit off. So eating at 11 instead of right at 12. Sounds like it yeah. helped save some time there. All right, I'm yeah, dying to know, were really you well. were you nervous then when you went over to Pirates on your double booked lightning lane? Were you nervous scanning in? Were you like, is this going to work? I would be nervous. <laughs> Did you? I, I think we were because we felt like. Like the Disney police are going to jump out, tackle you guys, yeah. drag you away. We had our- screenshot so um yeah it it worked everything worked um we went on pirates a little early i think five minutes early and then um it was almost noon and we knew that the festival of fantasy parade was happening parades weren't really like the cavalcades weren't on our list of oh let's try to see them but we knew that we were going to get caught in the walking traffic we ended up we went as I think it was the diamond horseshoe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We we walked up until there and then we stopped because it um there was still some room and we just watched the parade from there and then it was time to go on the Winnie the Pooh, but that ride was broken down. So we didn't know this. We thought you had to scan in to get a multi experience pass. So when a ride is down, but they automatically put it on your account. They do. Okay, so yes. not only did you double up on your lightning lane pass, but out of that double lightning lane, you managed to get a multi-experience. So like a basically a, a pick your choose your own adventure. You get to pick your ride mm-hmm. pass. Yeah. You have really worked the system here. You really have. Yeah. We didn't mean to. <laughs> okay, so uh. what did you what did you decide to use it on then? Well, so here's the thing. We wanted to get out and go to the pool. And we thought, okay, the smart thing to do would be to go on Peter Pan. But for some reason, we we didn't just because it wasn't on our list. And Haunted Mansion was on our must-ride list. 
So we went on Haunted Mansion. The line was really long. I mean, every every line was very long. So we knew that that wasn't like the best, most strategic thing to do, but we wanted to ride it. So we went on Haunted Mansion. It seemed like it took longer. I think there were a lot of big groups going on. So it was kind of stopping and then going, stopping, going. I did want to say, though, about the multi-experience pass. We, so I guess it's good that we learned, but we had gone. We went all the way to Winnie the Pooh to say, oh, can we scan in and get the pass? And they said, oh, it's already there. And we had to go through the tip board and then go on to My Genie Day. And then we saw it. But it, it's not in your face. Like, oh, hey, you have a multi-experience pass. You really have to look for it. Yeah, it, it's definitely good to know. Yeah, so we rode Haunted Mansion. Um, and then we took the boat back to Wilderness Lodge, which was fun. That was one thing we wanted was like to have another mode of transportation. When we got on the boat, we were able to put, uh, book another lightning lane. and. We only booked one at this point, and I'm guessing we only booked one because the other times weren't beneficial to us. So we booked Winnie the Pooh because we hadn't been able to ride it earlier. We got that for 4.45, which we said we didn't really want to go back into the parks until like 5, 5.30 to maximize like our rest time. But we figured, oh, well, we can have an hour beyond 4.45. So that's why we booked it. Um, We went to the pool. It was a little breezy this day. It was still nice and sunny and warm, um, but we didn't stay at the pool for as long. And we ended up going back to Magic Kingdom early um, at four o'clock. Then we were able to book Spaceship Earth for Epcot because we knew we were going back there for Remy's. Oh, that's right. That's right. You In the morning, you had purchased for Remy's. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? I don't think I even said we rode Seven Dwarves. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Our time was at 1240. So we did it just before we left. Mm, on the boat. That's right. That's right. That was the other one that you bought. Yeah. You bought a whole bunch of stuff first thing in the morning. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I almost forgot to say that. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was fun. We've done that before, but we wanted to do it again. Yes, yeah, so we did that. And then at this point, we did a mobile order for, we we're at the Magic Kingdom still. We did a mobile order for Columbia Harbor House. And our plan had been to eat at Epcot, but we thought that we would, we knew we were hungry because we had an early lunch. So we figured, let's just get something and then we can snack at Epcot. Lots of good snack options there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had been eyeing the Doom Burger, which is a plant-based crab cake. How was it? It was good. Yeah. It, it was a cool presentation. Like the bun was all black and it was a lot of vibrant colors. Um, it was good. And I, I think it was the same. I think it was made of hearts of palm, which was what the lobster roll was, but there was no sauce. So it was kind of dry, um, but it tasted really good. I would get it again. I think often when you when you try to do like a vegetable as a sub for a meat, I think that's where I'm like, mm, let's just call it like, you know, a, a veggie cake or, you know, something else. I think it's when we try and call it a crab cake that I'm like, hold on, wait a sec. Yeah, that's not what this is. <laughs> yeah. So we ended up, yeah, we were eating that for dinner. That was around 430. And then at five o'clock, we went on our Winnie the Pooh lightning lane. And then we decided to take the monorail to get to Epcot because we had our Remy's and we had and we had Spaceship Earth. So we took the monorail to Ticket and Transportation Center. Then we got on for Epcot. And while we were on the monorail, my husband was just looking on the app and he was able to book Frozen um, at Epcot. Yeah. And we had already gone on it, but we figured, oh, why not? Um, 
So that was lucky. Yeah. And then when we got to Epcot, um, Spaceship Earth was down and it had been down for quite a while. So we had another multi-experience pass. But the thing about this one was that it excluded Frozen, Test Track, and Soren. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. So what what did you what's left? What did you use it on? We didn't even use it. Oh no. Um, yeah, we had already done so much the other day. Like we could have gone we could have gone on Figment or Yeah. We we just we decided that in previous years we really didn't do much at Epcot. Epcot was always like the back burner. So we we just walked around World Showcase and like tried to scope out um, places that we might want to eat. And we, we just had a like a leisurely walk. That was kind of a slow night for us. You know, I think that is, those are some of the best times at Epcot. In fact, my husband and I were just talking about that. We're like, oh, on our upcoming trip, we need an evening where we just walk around World Showcase. Those can be some of the best evenings. So yeah, don't yeah. don't put it down. I think that sounds great. I think that sounds like a lovely evening. It was really enjoyable. And like, we really we had just blitzed, like ran through Epcot on our other trips and really not taken advantage of what was there. We still didn't take advantage of everything that was there. I don't know if you <laughs> There's ever so much. There's so much. Yeah. yeah. So, so if anything, we learned like this is a priority whenever we go next. So yeah, we just walked around. It took us a long time to find Remy's. <laughs> so I'm glad we didn't try to rope drop it because that would have been a disaster. In, the, in those cases, I, my... I'm always like, just follow the crowd. Like whenever anybody's like, well, I'm not sure how to get, it's like, is it a big ticket thing? Like I guarantee you can just find somebody or often there are cast members holding signs, you know, or they'll yeah. be like shouting, they'll be like Remy's and like pointing you in the direction you need to go just for anybody who feels overwhelmed. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a very good point. I mean, we were going at night, so. But um, you're right. Remy's yeah. is kind of like tucked back there it's it isn't like right out in front at world showcase like you do kind of have to go into uh like the that um pavilion like you really kind of have to go back there to find remy's yeah it was fun to find it it was fun to explore so we went on that and we hadn't been on that before we thought that was adorable um really enjoyed enjoyed that ride we thought it was very cute we had heard like, you know, maybe some motion sickness. We felt perfectly fine. Oh, good. Um, so we were happy for that. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, I really wanted a crepe. So we got in line at like the outdoor La Creperie. I, we didn't love it. I ordered the chocolate hazelnut and my husband got the red berries. I think we've just been spoiled with other crepes oh, <laughs> we've no. had before. I really liked good. the red berries one. I didn't try the hazelnut one. I liked the red berries one liquidy. a lot. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm, okay. Maybe that's why if yours was a little, a little liquidy. Yeah. And it was so, it was very busy. That I think was the longest line we waited in mm -hmm. at Disney together. So it, yeah, I'm glad we tried it. I would have been disappointed if we didn't. And you can't go wrong with berries and right? chocolate hazelnut. Yeah. And, and hazelnut. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it didn't, it didn't live up. Like, I don't know if I would wait in line again. Mm. Um, okay. Okay. But maybe it was an off night. Um, and then we walked around some more and we went on Frozen and they did not let us on any earlier than five minutes before the window. So they were very strict. Interesting. And in the past, it hadn't been an issue. You were able to get on earlier. Yes. I think the line was, I think it was still around 70 minutes at that point. 
So maybe because the standby was so long, they wanted to be fair, which I fully respect. And then after that, we just we walked back towards Port of Entry um, to watch Harmonious because we wanted to be able to get on the bus right away because this is our last night and we have to pack up. Okay. <laughs> so um, we felt like you really couldn't have a bad spot to watch at Epcot, which we thought was quite nice compared to Magic Kingdom because you really have to see everything full on. Um, but we, we love that show. Um, I love the music. That was really enjoyable. We had a lot of fun. It wasn't as crowded just because it was so spread out. So that, that helped it a lot. Um, we took the bus back to Wilderness Lodge and we mobile ordered chicken and waffles. <laughs> My husband had the chicken. <laughs> I had the waffles. <laughs> you know, chicken and waffles is like one of the few things that I really miss about eating meat is chicken and waffles. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> We wanted to get snacks at Epcot, but the lines were just really long, and we just were having such a nice time strolling around. Um, yeah, and then we had to get packed up. All right, yeah, you got to pack because you're leaving tomorrow, but you're also going to the yeah. parks. So, what yes. did you? How did you guys handle that? Did you drop your bags at um, the bell desk in the morning? What did you guys do? Yeah, so we dropped our bags at Bell Services, and we checked out, and then they said, oh, you don't really have to check out. We just automatically check you out, but we appreciate it because I guess since it was a villa, they like they need more time to get it ready because they're running dishes and stuff. Yeah, so this didn't go as planned. Um, Hollywood Studios was our park reservation. It opened at 8, early entry was 7.30. We were hoping to be out the door at 7. Um, we weren't. <laughs> um, <laughs> Best laid plans. But that's okay. Yeah, we were still able to, we did the booking. We didn't have to book any individual lightning lanes because we had already done all of those rides. So I just booked a lightning lane for Tower of Terror. We got an 8 a.m. return time. So that was lucky. We hadn't prioritized Slinky Dog. We had gone on that before and my husband lost his magic band on that ride. <laughs> so, oh, no. Yeah. Um. So... We just knew that if we tried to prioritize that, we might go a little crazy, like trying to get back for a late time and we have to leave this day. So we spent a lot of time in Toy Story Land, but we didn't ride Slinky Dog. So we were able to get Tower of Terror, which was great. Um, we didn't try our double booking uh, loophole trick because we were <laughs> nervous that we could get locked out and then not get any time. You didn't want to get, yeah, you didn't want to get in trouble or go in Genie Plus jail. Yeah. <laughs> I had our tip boards set to Tower of Terror and Toy Story Mania only, um, and it worked out fine. So then when we went to, I don't know what time we actually got out the door at the bus stop, but the next bus wasn't for another 20 minutes. So we just said, let's get a lift to Hollywood Studios. So we did not get like in right at early entry, but we got in before park open. So we got a lift. It took maybe five to 10 minutes to get there, but it, it was quick. And Lyft to Hollywood Studios is great because they drop you right there. Like you're, yeah. you're right where you need to be. It's not like some of the other parks. Animal Kingdom, you're still kind of a ways away. Epcot, you're a little bit of a ways away. In Magic Kingdom, they won't even take you into the park. So Hollywood yeah. Studios is the best as far as Lyft goes. So that's great. They got you there quickly. And so you didn't miss too much of the early entry. Yeah, we we were happy with that. So we went to we went to Toy Story Mania. We were contemplating going to Millennium Falcon, but that was a maybe ride for us because we had done it last time. And that line was at 25 minutes and we just we thought it would go longer with P 
people maybe getting out of line at Rise. So we went we went to Toy Story Land, pretty much walked on Toy Story Mania. And then after Toy Story Mania, we made our way over to Tower of Terror. We scanned in for that. We something we didn't really realize were all the different tracks that there were and they were all running and we did not remember all the drops. So it felt like an entirely <laughs> different ride. When was the last time you went on Tower of Terror? It was February 2020. And that time we remember thinking, oh, there's only like two drops. And then oh. this time it was four or five. <laughs> well, I will say every time you go on, it's different. So, yeah. Uh, but I'm surprised to hear you say only two drops. I think they're definitely would have been more than two maybe you blacked out or something i don't know but maybe (laughs) it is they do change it up so i mean it it is different my favorites when you go on sometimes it'll start shaking before it drops you i think that's my favorite personally oh gosh but yeah no so you can do it multiple times and it'll seem different every time anyway sorry no i like going on that the day we leave because then the turbulence on the plane Oh, doesn't doesn't seem as scary. (laughs) Right. That's a good way of thinking of it. Um, Okay. So, and Tower of Terror was your um, Genie Plus. So what did you, what did you uh, grab after you scanned in on that one? So we tried our little trick and my husband booked Rock and Roller Coaster and I booked Toy Story Mania again, just because the other offerings were not in a good timeframe for us. And it worked? So it worked. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was wow. crazy. Wow. Um, yeah. Rock and roller coaster was down the whole morning. Mm. And we thought, oh, we're going to get another multi experience pass. Um, maybe we can do something that wasn't on our list. That'll be fun. And then it started running right before our time. So I thought I was going to get get out of that one, but <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, yeah. So we had booked those two. And then we went on Star Tours, which wasn't on our list, but it was a short wait. We needed a break after that one because it's a little too jumbly. But we did that. And then it was time to scan into Toy Story Mania. Um, that, that time was at 9.45. We didn't scan in until like 10.15. So we did that again. That was fun. My husband beat me on this one. <laughs> Redemption. You got him on buzz, though. Yeah, I'll always have that. And then after this, we just had some time because we couldn't book another lightning lane um, because we had double booked and we had rock and roller coaster. So we figured let's do a show. So we got in line for Indiana Jones, but it was only standing room. So we ended up leaving because there's also Beauty and the Beast. And then I don't know how this is that I was able to book. But for some reason, at I wrote down to the minute, 1048 a.m., we were both able to book another lightning lane. And I don't know why, because it wasn't two hours and we, I'm, I'm not really sure what happened, but we were able to both book another lightning lane. What was it that you booked at the same time the last time? It was so Toy Story Mania? Toy Story and Rock and Roller Coaster, but Rock and Roller Coaster wasn't until 1235 p.m. But you rode Toy Story. Who booked Toy mm-hmm. Story? Did you book it or did did he? And then you wrote it and then you were able to rebook something else? We both were. Weird. At 28 a.m. Wow. I hope they don't find this glitch because that's really great. (laughs) You're you're must Disney. (laughs) I'm so excited to try out this glitch. 
Okay. Yeah, so you're well, you need both... to get people, you need to have more than one device. That's like a big, yeah, yeah. A big thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, who doesn't have a device? I think that's an easy. True. That's an easy one. You need to have someone wow. willing to do it at seven in the morning or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> huh. So okay. We booked Haunted Mansion at uh, two o'clock because mm-hmm. we wanted to park hop back to Magic Kingdom before we left. Okay. And then we booked the 12 o'clock Indiana Jones show, but we we ended up having to cancel it. So, I mean, it sounds cool that we double booked everything, but realistically, we didn't end up going you didn't to use all of them. it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it didn't work out because we needed to eat lunch. So, we ended up going to the Beauty and the Beast show that was at 11 o'clock. And then after that, we did a mobile order for Docking Bay 7, um, which we hadn't, we had done Oga's last time we were at Disney, but we hadn't done Docking Bay 7. I ordered the, I don't know if I'm going to butcher this name, Pollution Kefta. Probably, but it's not a real word. So even if you (laughs) do, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It was delicious. I loved it. I've had this one. I agree with you. Yeah, this one is very good. Yes, so good. I'm so glad we went. And they actually had great outdoor dining. So we were really happy for that. Also, that was a win. Yeah, lots of seating indoor and outdoor at Docking Bay. That's a really, really great one. Yeah, it's hard to find because of the lack of signage but that's part of the fun of it <laughs> yeah that's i uh, you know that's um batu in general the just yeah. trying to figure out like get your bearings and figure out where everything is because of the lack of signage i yeah yeah i'm with you i'm fun. with you so after that we just walked around a little bit and we got in line for some pictures and then at twelve fifty, which was two hours since our last booking we were able to book Small World at Magic Kingdom, and my husband was able to book Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> okay, Magic so again, Kingdom. at the same time, one, two, three, book, yep. and you both grabbed rides. Okay. Yeah, and if it if you're a second off, it doesn't work. Like you have to go in and cancel and then try again. But it, it, oh, it okay, okay. You have to be right on. Did time. that ha- so that there, happened to you guys where you would both try and do it, and one of you would be off, and so then you had to do it again. It happened one time when we were booking um, the one two hours prior. When we were booking the okay. Mansion and Indiana Jones, we were a split second off and we had to go in and cancel. So if you're trying to go down to the wire, this could end up costing you time. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I still can't believe but, you guys figured out this glitch just because you both coincidentally booked at the exact same time. And especially hearing that if you're a second off, that means to the second you were both booking that first ride when you first found this glitch. It just blows my mind. That really blows my mind. It's so crazy, right? It is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. (laughs) So that was, yeah, that was kind of fun. We were were very surprised. So yeah, so we had booked those. And then by this point, it's 1.15 and it was time to go on Rock and Roller Coaster, much to my dismay. (laughs) I thought I could get out of it. (laughs) No such luck. There was a super stretch waiting for you. So you can't, you had to go. You had to go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we thought this would be a really long lightning lane wait because the ride had been down all morning, but it wasn't at all. So then we made our way out of Hollywood Studios and we got in line for the bus to Magic Kingdom. It was one thirty on the dot and the bus was full, but another bus came within five minutes and it wasn't packed. Um, so we made it. Uh, yeah, because that's your because you're like right at before 2 p.m. when everybody can hop. So I would imagine that yes. those buses are probably pretty packed between like one and two. Yeah, but it worked out great. Like our, our the bus we yeah, got on yeah. was not packed at all. It was Excellent. very nice. So when we got in, we 
they let us scan in a couple minutes early. So maybe it's like the five minute rule with lightning lanes. Maybe it's the same with park hopping. I don't know. But we went on Haunted Mansion and a second time. So that was fun. And then we did a mobile order. I really wanted Juro Bite. Oh, okay. So we did um, Pecos Bill, a mobile order. And it was a little tricky because there were some marching bands going through. So we had to try to navigate our way to get our food. <laughs> You're like, I just want my churro bites. <laughs> yeah. We can all relate to that. I thought like, oh, I wish I did a better job writing down times of parades and cavalcades. But, you know, I think they're always going to be going through. Yeah. Some yeah. No, you're good. On. You know, you are good. <laughs> Your notes are very, very thorough. Oh, good. Yeah, so after that, we went on Winnie the Pooh, and then shortly after, we went on Small World, and that was our last ride, or those were our last rides. Ah, and this time, you were, like, conscious for Small World, because it wasn't after a full day with zero sleep. Um, Yeah, and then I really wanted a Mickey pretzel before we left, so we did one more mobile order at Lunching Pad, because that was the closest place we could get a Mickey pretzel without waiting in line. We had to take it on the boat, because we were really cutting it close for leaving. So we hopped on the boat with our pretzels um, back to Wilderness Lodge. And then while we were on the boat, we did a mobile order because we needed to eat dinner before our flight. Oh, yes, that's right. You have a flight this evening. Yeah. So I got the roasted portabella and grain salad. It was okay. Like I was very hungry later, you know, when we got home, but it was it was good. It was nice to have vegetables. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you mean it. just your churro bites and Mickey pretzels and whatnot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Carb diet. Busy yeah. Diet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that was it. We cut it a little too close. My husband has PSA pre-check and I was always able to get it with him booking. But they I don't know at what point because we haven't traveled in so long, but they changed it. So now I didn't have PSA and we. Like, You're we the second person to tell me that recently. So I'm wondering if it has changed. Because somebody else just told me a very similar thing recently. So, yeah, it must have changed. Yeah. So we got a 5.30 lift back and our flight was right before 8 p.m. And we we got through security with only 20 minutes. Oh, geez. I guess it's great that we maximized our time in the parks, but we were a little little (laughs) busy. (laughs) Maybe next time cut out Small World, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's a favorite. (laughs) Yeah. And that was that was our trip. Wow. And so then you had a, a late flight home. Wow. The, I'm so impressed with how much you accomplished in a quick, quick trip. And I've been so I feel like I've been pretty harsh on Genie Plus. But I think the way I mean, even forgetting that you found some glitch that lets you double up on your rides, even if you didn't have that, I think the the short trip, you guys really maximized your time and used Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes to truly work for your advantage. Would you, like, if you could go back, would you have spent the money on all of like the individual lightning lanes, the genie plus, would you do it all the same? Is there anything you would have cut or changed? You know what? I, I can't think of anything. We would have just the time we saved. It, it was worth it because worth we money. felt like we were there for a week. Yeah. And our concept of time is still a little wonky right now. Listen, I've gone for week-long trips, and I think there have been times when I've accomplished less than you did in your three days. So you guys did. I don't know about that. You did really, really, really well. You really did. We had fun, and we were flexible. I hope you got your aunt a souvenir or something nice. 
Oh, we always do something when we get back. Yeah. Yeah. That was so sweet of her to, she's, yeah, to share her wonderful. DVC points. Are you guys planning on going back anytime soon? We don't have any plans, but, you know, I think we'll live vicariously through trip reports. And, <laughs> That's what know, I'm here you for. Never know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, thank you for sharing your trip with me. Yeah. Thank you so much for chatting. I really appreciate it. Another big thanks to Raina for sharing her trip with us. So I kind of want to go over um, some of the stuff that we talked about. DVC rentals, so I'll put links in the show notes for that. Now they you know, were able to use points from a family member, but you can get the same thing by renting points. You get a fraction of the price as, um, as opposed to booking direct through Disney for like a, a villa or a suite type of room. So that's a great option if you're looking for that type of room. Um, quick service and mobile ordering for less stress. I love this tip and I'm so glad that this worked out so well for them. I've actually found this in more recent trips myself where I'm not, you know, struggling to find these, these dining reservations because they are very, very tricky at the moment still. Um, so just really taking full advantage of mobile ordering and you're able to go with the flow a little bit more. Um, so that worked out great for them. I'll have links in the show notes about Genie Plus, of course, uh, Genie Plus for a quick trip, this was really a winner for them. And so I'm so happy it worked out so well. So I want to talk a little bit about the glitch that she found. So what happened um, is, as she said, they both, her and her husband, both at the exact same time, just coincidentally, both picked the same ride at the same time. So they both picked Buzz Lightyear, didn't know the other one did it. So they each assumed I booked it for both of us. So she booked a lightning lane for herself and her husband. Her husband booked at the exact same time a lightning lane for himself and for her. So they ended up with a total of four lightning lane passes to each for Buzz Lightyear. So when they rode the ride, they saw they had duplicates. They're like, what happened here? Um, so in playing with it, they were able to both at the same time pull up Genie Plus, pull up lightning lanes, each find a ride. They went three, two, one, select. And if it's on the exact second, they were both able to select it. So she would get, you know, Winnie the Pooh for both of them, for him and for her. And at the exact same time, he would get Haunted Mansion for him and for her. So they were able to double up. And on the last day, now they only, this only happened one time, but after they rode one ride, they were both able to select another lightning lane. I don't know because they only, that one they only did one time. That only happened once. So I'm not sure if that's the same glitch, if something else happened. Um, again, like I said in the beginning, if this is something you've seen or tried or are going to try in an upcoming trip, let me know, please um, feel free to reach out. I want to hear more for people who have had this experience because it's so crazy and I have not heard anybody else talk about it. So this could be like a real game changer and hopefully Disney doesn't catch on to this glitch too quickly. Um, but, you know, in case you're listening to this down the line, there is a chance that Disney will fix this glitch. So maybe we can get some use out of it now before they find it and fix it. Um, gosh, what else did she touch on? Uh, individual lightning lane selection. I'll put notes about that in the show notes. Uh, Lyft, using Lyft to get to the park. She did that the last day at Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios is the best park for Lyft, but it'll work for any of them except Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom, Lyft will drop you off at uh, Ticket Transportation. You have to take the monorail anyway. So wouldn't bother there. But any of the other parks, if you're just trying to get there quickly, that's the way to do it. Okay, whew, I am out of breath from that recap just because I'm so excited about it. So um, yeah, if you guys uh, want to be on the show, 
If you want to apply to be a guest and talk about your trip, you'll find a link in the show notes. So please go ahead and leave me a message. Um, Let me know what makes your trip exciting, interesting, different. And if I think you're a good fit, I will send you an email. We'll schedule time to chat. Um, But yeah, until next time, I will see you guys in the parks.